Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to. Oh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tadaima Terrace House Podcast, your weekly companion to your favorite show on Netflix. I'm Robert Scarponero, and I am joined here by Daily Wilhelm. Konbanwa. Jack Zapeda. Irishaimasa, and what up to everyone that is joining our show this week? We missed you guys. And Colin Sparling. Hello, everybody. Hope you and yours are doing well. Yeah, and That's I want to so open wholesome. up. I want to open up by just saying, you know, we shouted out a lot of countries last week. And uh, we got some YouTube comments, and I just want to say, Australia, come on, well, you know we love you. You already know. Yo, you to say it. What up, Somalia? What up, Bahrain? What up? Uh, let me look. Zanzibar at Zanzibar Hold on, no, <laughs> Zanzibar. What no. up, Marrakesh? We're getting some Ooh. exotic fans hey, hey, here. Listen, but, like, but we can't take away from our friends over in Australia and Tasmania, because I mean the the land down under, man. I honestly. They're- when I think Australia, I don't always associate them with Terrace House. I don't think like Australians are big into Terrace House. Let's know? go around this. Oh, dude, the people listening to this show are going to come at you in the comments now. I, so I, I'm, so well, I'm glad I know now. I'm let, I'm well. I'm way more well informed. <laughs> let's go around the table. What do you think mm. about when you think about Australia? Because I think about just a country that's constantly trying to kill you, funnel web spiders, giant rattlesnakes, giant decked out, huge just freaking mandingo looking kangaroos that just are gonna jack you like that's what i think about when i think about australia let's play a game of everybody's a little bit racist <laughs> is it racist I, to think about kangaroos i think I about mean, we're, we're, our we're, lovely we're listeners we're stereotyping a country i don't is that racism <laughs> i do i do yeah and now i'm like it's cool because there are terrace house fans in australia and some of them listen to the show and we heart not, you guys. not so, anymore after so this more, more importantly before about two minutes ago those australian fans y'all have been with us since like week one and i just want to say thank you for that you know yeah, thank cool. you like, that's cool very cool i come from a land down under Okay, I think if we make one more cultural appropriation joke, they might actually come for us. I'm I'm just impressed that they listen upside down. Yeah, and this is the most. Just, <laughs> this is. The, the I was just to- gonna let that one hang, but uh, the toilet the toilet squirrel in the other direction too, right? That's I'm not. That's not racist, right? Well, yeah. and, I just like we're just like naming we know about yeah. Australia. Is that what this episode's gonna be? No, it's not because today we're talking about something perfect. We're talking where, about Uto Honda. It's where Outback Steakhouse comes from, right? No. Oh, Jack, <laughs> Actually, you're off the show. Get, out of, just, get oh. out of here. Get out of the studio. Outback Steakhouse was <laughs> made right. by an American dude who had never been to Australia. I'm yep. just kidding. I know that. I know. Okay, keep going. Hansan. 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 Yes. Uto Honda. His last name is a car. Yuto Honda. I forgot that his name wasn't Han San, and his last name was actually <laughs> Honda. Honda. <laughs> it, and it's not Honda, it's Honda. Yeah, with an A, Han- yeah, so it's yeah. a little different. Yeah, it's not Honda. Honda. He but can still yeah. start his own car company. This this boy, you know, I we were kind of wrestling with whether or not it was worth having an entire episode dedicated to him, but now that we're in the middle of doing it, I have to say in my heart, this feels right. This feels true. This feels like he what a, this. It, this feels like what a he good does. Terrace House podcast would do. It would be to dedicate a whole episode to this one golden god of a man who I think now understands English. So I'm a little bit more self conscious about everything I say. Yo, 
Yeah. He's so I actually yeah. saw. I actually saw he writes very well in English because I followed him on Instagram and a lot of his posts are completely in English and very well written English. Huh. So I, he must he must be able to speak it. Well, yeah. I mean, he he talked about it on the show when he was on the show. Keep in mind, this was what three years ago now. Oh yeah, he did mention studying it. I don't know if he ever said mm-hmm. he spoke it well though. Yeah. And in regards to the history of our humble podcast, it's been a while since one person got their own show. I think Shunsuke, right, was yeah. the last time we dedicated a episode to a person. Yuki, Yuki Tap, Tap Sensei. Oh wait, oh, and it wasn't even that long ago. Never mind, forget everything I said. Yeah, and also that thumb <laughs> that thumbnail is really choice. If you don't know about our YouTube channel, check out the thumbnail for that one because it's so good. Shout out the dude. Pretty proud of that. Cool. Yeah, cool. nice. Cool. Um, but yeah, so we're focusing on Hansan today, and we figured it doesn't make as much sense to kind of go through it episode by episode chronologically, because much like with us, Hansan has touched the lives of many people in the house, <laughs> <laughs> and I think it just makes a lot of sense to kind of go through all of his relationships in the house. But first, one thing I kind of want to throw out to the table here is, first that Jack and Colin, this is your second time through at least, through Boys and Girls in the City. Third for me. How has your impressions of Hansan changed or perhaps stayed the same since the last time you've seen the show? Um, he is, I think uh, everything that happens with Hansan in the house is just as, if not more humbling and inspirational to me now that I watch it now, because um, I, I'm closer to where Hansan was when he was on the show in that like he was in kind of like grad school he was studying hard he was like trying to get in you know he's about to go into the workforce and that's similar to the sort of place that I'm about to be in in my own life uh so I related to it that much more um and so it was just as great as I remembered the only difference is I remember and it could have been just because it was my first time watching it the last time but I remember his stint on the show feeling like it was a lot longer the first time I felt like he was pretty like he he was gone really quick this time around. I don't know if I'm just like binging it and just doesn't seem like a long time, but yeah, it's it's not long enough. I mean, he could have been there a lot longer, right. and I think everyone on that in the house would have been just fine with it. But it really pays off. It's like like a fine wine, man. He gets better with age, meaning that I watched him for the first time two years ago, roughly, then watched all Aloha State, watched all of Opening New Doors, and when you come back and watch. BGITC again it you just come to appreciate him even more now the more you know Terrace House you watch it's just I don't know so I every time I rewatch this series um this season I come to appreciate him just a little bit more and more yeah I, I mean and the, the crazy thing about Hansan and part of what makes him so great is there's like you cannot poke a hole in almost anything that he does <laughs> like he's pretty dude, bulletproof yeah he is he he's smokes. like he's just such a solid yeah, Dude, but he does. Here's smoke. the thing. Here's the thing. It's like uh, what what's the term term in design? Uh, wabi sabi, wabi sabi. Yeah, yeah. Where like he has that one flaw, right? So it almost it makes, makes him more better. appealing. Yeah, so <laughs> it's even like, better. Yeah, so like the fact that he smokes, he's like he's got he's got that one vice, but otherwise he's fucking cool. He's oh, cool. Yeah. Explain so, to me what wabi sabi is. I thought you were talking about sushi here. So, so Robert Robert can explain it better than I can. Wabi-sabi is the concept that if something is too perfect, it doesn't appeal to us as much because it is so perfect. And generally in life, like, you know, there's that that pretty cliche saying in a mystery novel, like, it seems almost too perfect, right? Like, that's just reality. But then when you look at, for example, the Apple logo, it's not an entire Apple. There's like that little... Mm -hmm. 
chunk that's been bitten out uh-huh. that's a pretty classic example of wabi-sabi in action i think i get it it sounds like the first version the machines made of the matrix where the human brain rejected it because it was too perfect and happy and then mm-hmm. they had to introduce uh-huh. like flaws into it they okay i got some, it some some wabi-sabi exactly. yeah exactly. so i'm so i'm gonna i want to turn it to daily yeah yeah so this is my first time watching through and maybe this is like a controversial opinion. It's not that I don't like Hansan. I do really enjoy him as a person, and I think it's it's just that he's got like his shit together. He's like one hundred percent water tight. Like he's like maybe I'm gonna go to Harvard. Maybe I'm gonna go to Columbia. I'm doing really cool stuff and building stuff. It, but because of that, I'm like, why are you here? Why is he on the show? I don't understand what what he stood to gain from this whereas otherwise he just kind of was there to serve other people which was great television to watch to have that very adult presence that was able to steer some people out of some deep shit but simultaneously it's like i want something for him I want yeah. I want good times for him. What did yeah. he get out of it? And he was one of the only people I can think of that came into the house currently in a relationship. That Very, surprised me so yeah. much. And that's a big yeah. part of his character. It felt almost shady in a I, way. I, I see where you're coming from, Daly, and I think a lot of it stems from the producers wanting to strive for having just a variety of people on the show. But I definitely agree with you that... Um, most of Hansan's stint is spent either building stuff with members of the house, just lounging around, or giving people advice or mediating. Mediating. Yeah. A lot of mediating. Yeah. It's a lot of mediating, especially with Natsumi in the house. Natsumi is a uh, wild force. And Fuyumi. Fuyumi. And Fuyumi, yes. <laughs> and Fuyumi. No, I, but I, but one thing that's undeniable to me is like his work ethic is just so inspirational, I guess, mm. to me. Like it's, it's very heartening to see that sort of work ethic. And, you know, when he finally says his goodbyes in the house, it's like, oh my God, this is, I, I don't even know this guy, but it's very sad to me that he's leaving. And he's so genuine that he, he cries when he's given a collage of all those memories he has with this, these people and we saw that he just met. We saw Tomasan go through all the stages of grief too, like denial, <laughs> anger, yeah. bargaining. We saw it all happen before our <laughs> eyes because no one could believe that he's gone. They just and and it did leave a gaping hole in the house. That yeah, it, exactly. How can you possibly fill it? Yeah, and even the people that maybe we didn't even see on screen had that much of a relationship with Hansan. Even they were sad that he was leaving. Mm-hmm. I think with Hansan, where his strengths come is that. He is so very different from anyone else who's been in the house. And mm. if I had to guess, we probably won't see anyone like him in that in the house again for a very long time. It's one of a kind. Yeah. Cause, it's harder. Because for one, I mean, there's just that inherent, that central, I don't want to say problem, but it's a part of his character in that he, has, he had a girlfriend at the time, right? Mm-hmm. While on Terrace House. And that's so rare considering a majority of the show is always about funneling you know couples together bringing them together letting them go on cute dates whereas hansan doesn't go on any cute dates all of his dates are taking care of the shit that the other people in the house are doing you know yeah it's like he acts like daily said like to serve others in a way like in a very selfish selfless way and i do want to go back to what um you know daily was saying was that 
is almost as shady that he came in the house with a girlfriend. I, I just want to know, like, what was the thought process of like, hey, I'm going to sign up for Terrace House. And especially if his girlfriend has watched it before, it's like, mm. why are you signing up for Terrace House? Like, I mean, how did it, he yeah. not to say that, like, oh, she must be like totally jealous, but like. Even telling your friends, how do you justify that? Because I don't particularly remember what he was telling, like his group of architecture friends in the atelier or however you say it. Atelier. Um, atelier. Um, when he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to Terrace House and I study and stuff. If I remember when they're showing like their chins and their shins during that time where they're. Bless. Yeah. <laughs> the best combination. Band name. Yes. My, band, I, my next band. I name. feel like chins he was saying something like he's looking for inspiration for his architecture mm. i can't yeah. remember exactly though i haven't it was a while since i saw that episode but it, he was just looking for that next adventure but man i and he seemed kind of initial uh impressions was that i thought he might be kind of immature which is so weird i don't know maybe because he was smoking and he was just in a big cadre a big room full of dudes just kind of shooting the shit i didn't but he his character was so different than what i thought from that very first impression well, yeah, because I remember my first impression of him was at first I thought, oh, he's 27 and still in college. That's, you know, interesting. You know, maybe he mm -hmm. like did some other stuff while he was younger. But mm -hmm. then you pretty quickly learn, no, wait, this is his second undergrad degree because he just decided yeah. I want to learn more and teaching wasn't what I wanted to do. So we're going hey, architecture yeah. now. He studies English, going to study in the States into Ivy League school like this dude is high class and, or upper and tier. he's not like he's not stuck up about it he's not boastful at all like it's just like this is what i'm doing yeah he's humble and he just demonstrated too when they sat down on the couch you know just how put together he is like when tomasan asked him do you have a girlfriend well since you asked twice <laughs> yeah. yes this I is do. the second no. time you asked but yeah. yes i do yeah <laughs> i like that he calls shit out like he yeah. kind of established he's that very early He's a pretty direct guy, and this is this is experienced, I think, very well in his kind of mentorship, if that's maybe a word for it, of Natsumi. Mm. I think let's start diving into that. Where okay. so we know we know Natsumi. We covered her a lot in our last episode. Uh, she tends to start some stuff. She's a dramatic person. She likes the drama, probably. Shitster, maybe. as yeah. she's called. a shitster. Yeah, Huey. Um, so there, there's like two parts of his relationship with Natsumi, right? There's the one part where Natsumi clearly has a lady boner for him. Even I was going to say she jones in for him, but I will go with what you said. Yeah. I mean, even though he has a girlfriend, you know, Natsumi said stuff like, uh, you know, oh, that that's not what matters to me for whether I fall for someone or something mm. like that, you know? Yeah. If it happens, and, it happens. And I got to right. say, like, part of that might have been encouraged by the impression it's like but he's here like he has a girlfriend but he joined terrace house so maybe there's a weakness in that relationship and he's okay with that mm -hmm. right right there's, yeah there, yeah there's a hole in his armor so to speak that definitely stands to reason yeah uh, yeah i mm, i ahead. think uh him with him with not to me i don't know that was that was definitely an interesting thing but i don't i don't think i ever got the feeling that Hansan was interested romantically in her ever. No. 
Man, the, but but they have some very dynamic interactions, like when she asks him to go fishing, and then he just kind of in the heat of the moment, at the spur of the moment, I should say, not the heat of the moment, the spur of the moment, he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll go. And then he's like, fuck, I can't go to that. My girlfriend's expecting to go. She's going to see this. I'm going to look like a huge dick if I told my girlfriend I'm going to go fishing and then go with this girl first. So then he goes back in the room, and this is a very like poignant moment in the series, actually. like He's telling her, listen, I can't go. And the re- what really got me at this moment is Natsumi's reaction because mm. she had some other shit going on in her life too, not just the Hansan thing. And you know, and she, she's also been kind of disappointed overall with the guys so far in the house. And you know, and, and as we know with Natsumi, she came into the house looking for love, right? So Hansan here is like one of her last like hopes in a way of anything happening, as small as that might be. He kind of rejects her in a nice way. He's like, listen, I can't go you know fishing with you because i told my girlfriend blah 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 blah. and the way natsumi's tears fall out of her eyes it's like they fall but they just go straight to the floor and she's like like smiling she's like oh okay yeah and i was like whoa that is a really (laughs) this is a really crazy moment and then he's like listen i'm gonna drop everything right now it's time to drink let's go drink let's go talk about what's bothering you that was so So, cool that was such a poised way to handle it that was the cool like one of the coolest ways I've ever seen someone handle a yeah. uh, situation like that. And honestly, I was like, I was kind of in my head taking mental notes about that. I was like, yeah. you know, that's a really good one. Well, because even Natsumi said in that situation, it wasn't just her getting put down by Hansan. It was a culmination of everything that was happening with her in the house. It was just a well, lot. So can I play devil's advocate? So Be sure. the devil. Clearly, I think at this point, it's pretty obvious to Hansan that Natsumi has a thing for him, right? Mm. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. And he just essentially rejected her for a dato, correct? Mm. Yeah, right. for a romantic date, yeah. And then she started to cry. Correct? Yes. Mm. So, if I were in his shoes, my first reaction would not be let's go on a drinking date. It, it wasn't a date. It wasn't a date, but it you're wasn't a right. date. They're skating the line. They're on that gray, gray, gray area, very small area, slippery slope. And Tokui brings it up too. He's like, This is how affairs start, ladies and gentlemen. We're mm-hmm. watching it happen before our eyes. They don't know what's happening. They don't know what's happening at all, but we can all see it in slow motion. And so I right. agree. It was definitely in danger. He was smart enough to kind of flap, flap, flap out of there before anything really happened. But it definitely was like a oh huh, yeah. maybe. To do what he did takes a lot of self-control and a lot of poise and a lot of, I guess, foresight in some ways. I Well, because you know what I mean? It, it all has to do with context in the situation. And, and I'm right there with you, with you guys saying that, like, if I was in Hansan's shoes there, I'd be like, oh, shit. And I probably would have I probably just would have rocketed out of there. I probably wouldn't like yeah, I'm <laughs> probably going to leave you alone. I don't want to. Bye. Yeah. 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 What, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's not to be a dick, but it's like, I because I would have thought I was the source of this person being. For upset. contrast, what would Noah have done? He wouldn't have done that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no God. Imagine. No, no, no. I'm no. scared. But no, no, but but here's the thing about Hansan that is the major takeaway of this whole episode. And I'll repeat it again, I'm sure. Women want to be with him. Guys want to be him in a way. I mean, he just emulates Ooh. like very virtuous traits. And yeah, he does skate the gray area here. But he he steps away deftly and and without any uh any fouls committed so to speak. Yeah, he comes away with his hands clean and he gave not to me very good advice in the meantime. And it isn't the first the only time he gives her advice. 
Because every time Fuyumi comes around, it seems like Hansan's got to step in and play damage control, right? Seriously. Yeah. Like, I, I think Natsumi got mad at Tamo-san, I want to say at least twice. Yeah. The first time yep. was super flippant. It was just like, you speak too directly. Or like was someone it? was like that to each other. I forget. I think it was it was Hikaru that was speaking too directly. But I think with Misaki, wasn't it cleanliness, like general tidiness? Yeah, it like it turned into yes. like a couple different things because it was just like, well, you do this and you do that. Right. But the, the real big one, of course, is the one where we don't even see this incident happen on screen. We see the minutes leading up to the incident and then the aftermath of it. But it's this moment where apparently Natsumi gets super drunk. Right. To the point where Misaki says your breath smells like alcohol and Natsumi takes super offense to that. Yeah, and, and we spent a lot of time talking. About, we, yeah, we spent a lot of time talking about that one this week or last week too. Right, so. right. But but to give quick context, yeah, there was it was after Tamosan gets denied by Hikaru. She comes home, and Natsumi didn't handle it well. <laughs> yeah, she made it and, about herself. Yeah, and so it's at this point. This is kind of the climax of, or maybe it's the falling action of where Hansan has been giving Natsumi all of this advice. And this has been pretty consistent throughout. He's always saying, you know, hey, you've got to consider what other people think, too. You know, even though you may think, oh, this is bothersome. Mendoxai, Mendoxai, right? Like, they, for them, it's important. So if you want to be their friend, you have to at least pretend it's important to you, too. Mm. Right. And no matter how many times he tries to hammer home that lesson, she doesn't seem to exhibit that she has learned it or internalized it. And it just leads to that one that one scene where they're arguing about the alcohol breath. And this may be the only time we really see Hansan break a little where he actually says, I need a smoke. Yeah. 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 When they were all <laughs> sitting at the table in the kitchen and having the house meeting and then Hansan's like, yeah, uh, I need a smoke. This is this is getting crazy. Eject, eject, uh, eject. Yeah, basically. Yeah, because um basically they're trying to get to the bottom of the issue and not let Natsumi leave until they have some sort of resolution um and it doesn't necessarily end in a resolution but they get to the bottom of it to the point where Natsumi eventually confesses that it's hard to change things like mm-hmm. that and she you know she's trying to be a better version of herself but it's just really difficult for her to break her old personality habits and man i cannot imagine what the house would have been like if fuyumi was allowed to just wreak havoc and rampage around the house yeah because hansan kept her in check a lot because she liked him she wanted she respected him more importantly and she wanted to kind of make him proud is kind of like the way i the impression i got in a way she wanted to show him that she could you know follow the advice that he gave yeah fuyumi's like fuyumi's like the nine-tailed fox Now we're bringing and up Naruto Natsu- here. And Natsumi Don't is bring Naruto. Naruto in this. <laughs> Do not bring Naruto in this. And, and Natsumi, Natsumi has this fox sealed inside of her. And, and <laughs> what? It doesn't even <laughs> work that way. And, and, and Hansan is, is Minato. And he's keeping that shit sealed inside of Natsumi as much as he can until, you know, it just kind of peeks his head out every once in a while. Please make a Photoshop of this. While, while we're talking about Hansan and Natsumi, you know, it, it comes up later in the season, late in the season. It might be the second to last episode or the very last episode, but they come back to the house and visit. 
and drink with everybody. And it was a cool thing. And then that's the last time you see them. Yeah. And, and that's common. We've seen that in our coverage of opening your doors as well. You know, lots of old alumni join the yeah. house later on again. Santa song. Oh, Santa has been Santa. in almost every season. But man, Hakumi, you know, Hakumi. I, Hans on touched lives of everybody though, right? Not just yes. Hakumi, mm-hmm. including us. He touched our lives too, like you said. Touched our lives. And mm-hmm. so he had that moment as well with Arisa. He had some so that bonding where she was building the shop. She was putting things together. He, vo- I'm pretty sure he volunteered to help her. Yeah. And yeah. Said, oh, of- yeah, I thought it was like 20 other projects because yeah. I feel like every time we see him, he's working on a different project for another client or friend. Totally. Yep. Yeah. He's and a, uh, he's a busy man. They're talking in the t- in the play in the playroom or the TV room, whatever it's called. The playroom, I think it is. And, um, you know, and, and they're on he's working on his laptop. She goes to talk to him, talking about, you know, like kind of just de-stress. And he's like, oh, well, we can totally build this and it'll only be like it'll be cheap. It'll be like 60 bucks a piece or whatever. And she's like, really? Really? No way. And he's like, yeah, we're totally going to make it work. And like you said, Robert, he totally stopped what he was doing, dropped everything, dropped like his finals project or whatever it was to to do this for. It. And it wasn't a small thing either. He made a lot of stuff for her and spent yeah. hours and hours and yeah. a lot of money, too. I'm sure she reimbursed him, but still. Right. He got and excited about it. It felt yeah. like he, he got did. in. He's he was like, as invested cool. as she was for this. Yeah. And, yeah. And so he we get invested in all these projects with Arissa, and then he includes a lot of the housemates in his own personal projects at his atelier. You know, he he's Hansan brought all, um Arman and his construction worker Arman. Yeah, construction worker Arman and uh, Hikaru, I think, and brings them to wherever his atelier is, and they're like, "Work, you know, chopping wood and sawing stuff." And actually, when he was talking, when he was talking with Arisa and talking about, "Hey, we're gonna make all this stuff," didn't he actually say something like, "Oh, I've got a guy. His name's Arman. He can help us out with making all this." (laughs) That was 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 great. great. Yeah, he's not busy. (laughs) Yeah, he's not busy. You know, just revisiting that one scene with Arisa one more time. I just. I want to echo what Tokubi said in the moments after this when he was analyzing it himself in that this is an interaction where you can tell that there's no romantic tension and it's not in like a bad way and not like there's no chemistry, but this is just two platonic people working together on something, which I should not be applauding, right? Like that should just be basic human decency, but the fact yeah. that it's on Terrace House is pretty magnificent. Shocking. Like I feel yeah. like they're... If there was any like sidelong glances from Arisa, it was just pure wholesome admiration of like, wow, yeah. that's really great of him to like help me with this, and he's got great ideas. He's very capable and he's very competent. He exhibits just really nice traits to have in a friend and a, I, co- and I, a colleague. You know, overall, with all, all the stuff that happens with Hansan, I mean, he comes across as charismatic. He's always willing to help people. He plays mediator and stuff like that. And even though he didn't come to Terrace House to do a specific thing or like look for the 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 lo- longing love, the last love, the the love of his life, whatever, uh, I think he still came out on top. Hansan came yeah. like leaves the house. He took no L's. All, he took yeah. no L's. He he leaves the house with a shit ton of people that now know who he is. Gains all these followers on social media. Has all this clout now probably has put like elevated his architecture career i know based on his instagram that he's now like he does uh photography for like shooting movies oh wow Allegedly he can do and stuff. anything he's like i'm i believe in him yeah, yeah he, he's he can like do anything he wants yeah 
and he's a photographer and he i think he's like modeling now a little like this dude is fucking killing it and to bring up also what was said a little bit earlier like he's busy as fuck he's got his own shit going on he's going to school you know he's designing all these cafes he's working on his final project which looks like a shitload of work to do who knows how long i would take putting up those little cardboard models oh my god but he was busy but he still made time for people and that's like the real difference here as we're talking about Hansen and Arisa like Arisa like Arisa was just never in the house she was just basically avoiding Armand until he forgot her name basically that's what she was doing and Hansan meanwhile was like really extending himself you know really putting himself out there to help out and he really genuinely I got the sense cared about all five of his roommates in in Tara's house yeah I mean it takes a very special person I think to because you know I mean just generally in life it can be hard to balance the work stuff you need to do to survive and earn money to food and then just the you time right but then also the friend time and you know that's just uh, that's always a constant struggle we all know that's just that's just inherent to human nature as it is I feel like Hansan maybe doesn't have that much Hansan time because of how much time he dedicates to work and also friends yeah Yeah, i feel he definitely seems the type that like works himself to the bone i mean he talks about on the show that he never gets much sleep or whatever i mean the dude looks sleep deprived a lot of the time when he's (laughs) on the show true like you can tell he's got dark rings around his eyes i'm wondering maybe this is the way that like god has nerfed him because Mm. if he had free time he would just become supreme ruler of the world that we all accept <laughs> with like open hearts he would become I mean, god i mean we're just yep. gonna th- listen guys this is just gonna be an episode of us basically gushing for the next however long we're gonna be going well, i don't have anything really, like there's actually, very few bad things to say about the guy but but here's the thing before you fucking shit in my wheaties here colin um gross the thing about it is he's so humble hansan is he's so humble he ha- doesn't have a self-righteous bone in his body you know, like he doesn't hold his achievements and his IQ and his put togetherness over anyone's head like Tap kind of did a little bit. Right. Like yeah. he's the opposite of that. And and nothing exhibits that more than in what he said with Armand. He was constantly giving him pep talks. He was constantly, um, you know, mentoring him, maybe inadvertently not trying to mentor him, but it was just he always had a good advice for him. And he gave Armand probably a nugget of knowledge that will probably stick with Armand for the rest of his life. I mean, I don't want to speak for the man, but it was a very profound moment on this season where he said, Armand, maybe you're not supposed to be a firefighter and that's okay. You know, be who you are, be happy and never change who you are. And he said that out of like genuine, sincere affection for Armand and for his personality. And it was a cool thing. And it's, and it's, I don't know, just a, one know, of my favorite moments. Whether Armand cherishes that little nug of dank info, <laughs> I don't care. I do. That, that's such a good moment. Like, that's just, that's TV. That's Hollywood, baby. Mm. Like, that oh, yeah. is like the like Script the writers everywhere were like, shit, write that down, write yeah. that down. Like the panelists said, that felt like it was scripted. Maybe it is. Yeah. We don't know. I say it's unscripted, but who knows, right? But... Nonetheless, the idea that there is a possible chance that this man went on to reality TV, spent a few weeks with a half Japanese, half Iranian boy from Hawaii, and then said that to him on the last day he would see him in the house, that you can't, you can't, like, that's not real life. 
can't make that shit up. I mean, I mean, I think I honestly think all the girls. I think everyone in the house respected him. I think the girls were also maybe pleasantly surprised that he was good at setting up boundaries too. You know, to like we're friends. You know, I have a girlfriend. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna cross that line. I'm not here for that. You know, and so he was able to again. You know, just kind of sidestep and juke any kind of drama that might have happened. It's true. I. I love Hansan and I love I loved watching him on the show and I hope he ends up doing great things but just for a second I'm I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit now you motherfucker these devils up in here yeah what's I up know. not today satan rest um, in peace devil yeah no um so to circle this back though to daily's question why did Hansan come on the show okay you know because he's this bulletproof guy. He does great things. He has a lot of work ethic. He's inspirational. He does a lot of, you know, he makes these great relationships with people. So what what's going through his head when he initially gets on the show? Now, I appreciate, and, and it's more than likely a part of it is just a change of scenery, a change of experience. I, but I also think part of it is a little bit of clout chasing. Not that there's what? anything inherently wrong with that. Bro. But think about it. I you're mean, saying, the dude well, is he's getting going up there to like boost his Instagram brand. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, though. At the same, you know what I'm saying? Because the dude is trying to be an architect, which I imagine, especially in Japan, in fucking Tokyo of all places, is extremely, extremely competitive. You know what I mean? So if if he's getting into fields that are ex- extremely competitive like this. And next thing you know, he has this platform to elevate who he is, elevate his work ethic and how he can mediate problems and, and, and work through things and what kind of personality he has. He can showcase it there. And I think he takes that opportunity and that, I mean, that's nothing. It looks good for him. You know what I'm saying? He looks good. I think I get it, Colin. What? I think I've unlocked the secret. The reason (laughs) Hansan was on this show for what is it 11 13 episodes right and that's like 30 minutes a piece that's nearly six and a half hours of footage let's say Hansan's maybe in like 20 percent of it so he's got 60 he's got an hour of footage of him out there is this gonna end in half-life 3 confirmed because i'm gonna be really sad no (laughs) no but you made the joke so the game's still never coming out um Damn there's it. like an, there's an hour of footage of Hansan being the goodest boy out there. How much you want to bet that when he was applying to go to Harvard and then he actually got an interview <gasps> and they were like, so can you speak to your character? He was like, well, if you look at Netflix, there is a, <laughs> there's an hour or more of footage of me being perhaps maybe the best human Man. being. Ever. I'm, not, I'm a humble person. I wouldn't say that personally, but... <sighs> It's out there. I'm just saying, make the judgment for yourself. Oh, man, because they do do, like, there's those essays where it's like, tell us about a challenge you faced or Mm. something. And it's like he has Mm. had no challenges in his life because he's perfect. So he's going to talk about, I lived in this, you know, group house for a while and I really had to step up kind of as the mediator because there was this girl and I really wanted her to do better. But she had this evil twin Fuyumi Fuyumi Winter me <laughs> Winter yeah we we finally it took me too long to get that Natsu is summer Fuyu is winter yes 
husband. And by the way, we appreciate yes. people's comments too. Correct. Yes. Us. Thank I you. Really Thank you. YouTube comments. Yes. For getting that yes. Shout out. But, but I mean, I think I think Robert's point kind of stands though. Not only this is this dude a genuinely, at least seemingly genuine, fucking good dude with work ethic out the wazoo. You know, he but also he might be it. a fucking genius. <laughs> yeah, like, he's he, all of those things and can prove it. Yeah, like. <laughs> The dude is secretly, he's just a fucking genius. And honestly, I don't blame him for it. This was like, if that, if this was his plan all along, the dude is a fucking mastermind and I applaud him for it. I'm down for spreading the word, the good word of Hansan. Maybe that was it. Maybe it was so that, you know, like his cult following would be built up. Not like I mean, Instagram. I'm talking about people being like, he is our Lord and savior. Worship. Worship. I mean, he said, I mean, it's right there on a episode. What was it? Mr. Perfect in the city or something like that. I can't remember the number of the episode. I think it was number 24. Oh, sorry. It was new, uh, new it girl in the city. But he was basically when he was talking with his dudes, he's like, it's not a decision to go into Terry's house based on logical reasoning. You know, he, he's just basically doing, looking to shake things up and he just wanted to change. And he just was he wanted to see what it what what how that would kind of change his path in life. And you know, it so. just so happened to work extremely in his favor. Yeah, it was oh, just yeah. a laissez-faire. And that's another reason why I thought he was going to be a little immature because he didn't really have, it didn't seem like at that time, a direction. What's your dream? What's your goal? I don't yeah. think it's very clear. You need to have something more clear as your dream. I'm you the dream police. Lot, and you said a lot and I don't get you. Can we, can we please have a thought experiment? What would happen in the house if instead of Makoto, let's get rid of Makoto because... He's Makoto. Let's replace him with Hansan, and then that ta- the tap sensei discussion happens. Oh, they would clash Ooh. like a motherfucker. I, no, 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 no. I don't, I think, don't, I don't think, they think they'd argue. I don't no, think I'm not saying they would. I, I wouldn't say they were arguing, but I would say Hansan would sit there and give him, you know, his very signature stoic look. You know, he would say something incredibly apt. Yes. And, and he would say something insightful. Yeah, exactly. He would say something very insightful, and then he would probably tell Yuki, like in in a very Hansan, very more way more laid back way, like, "Hey, man, just just bring it down a notch. Yeah, just live the you Hawaiian know? life, right?" He would Ride say something wave. so good though. There, I know he would. He would. He, he would. would. I don't know what that thing is, but it would be fucking great. That's think, why we're not him because we don't know what to say. <laughs> I think it would mimic what he did when, and this is maybe the last moment I have of uh, gushing over the things Gush. that that Hans Han has done. Gush. So there's this one dinner they have when they're welcoming Momoka and Hayato, the ballerina mm. and the chef, right? This is like later. This is maybe like 30, episode 32, 33-ish. And they're all having dinner. And Misaki kind of grills Hayato really hard. Really hard. Hayato's uh, dreams to be an actor. And then that failed. And he decided oh. to quit to become a chef. Why? Why did she push it like that? That was so weird. hard, right? It was... Yeah, she did. She was, prob- she was probing it like crazy. Like, Here's I... the thing. She, when the moment he came in the house, I really feel like Thomason, we're getting off a little bit of tangent, but I really feel like Thomason had her scorecard already filled out before she did not like up. him. She didn't like him. He was a player. She just like, and maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. He, you know, we'll find out later. But he she she definitely kind of had a bias towards him in a negative sense and she wasn't gonna give him the benefit of doubt and i felt a little bit of like twisting the knife a little bit at that time i don't know what purpose that served but they made the man cry are you happy now he's crying i have a totally different opinion okay i 
think that there's a possibility that in her doing that and saying that and it's like well i don't think you should have quit i think you should you, you you can start again if you want to maybe that was her trying to mirror hansan in being like the inspirational like you can do mm. it like don't give up on your dreams etc but it just came out so poorly that it just felt like yeah. twisting the knife instead I can see yeah. that, and I do respect uh, uh, Ter- Terashima for sticking to his guns to be like, "No, I've decided it's happened." Because mm-hmm. I know what it's like too to put like almost a decade into a career path that you think is going to happen, uh, yeah, you does. know, and then and then you have to really come to a fork in the road and be like, "Is this going to be who I am? Someone who dies trying and failing at this, or am I going to go and change and 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 you know commit to?" A completely different possible life and so i literally had to do that thing so i really um had without getting too personal i really related to terashima's kind of struggle there it was tough it to watch. courage so yeah. I, I do want to point out there is i i personally believe a sort of irony in that hayato cried because he was adamant that he was giving up on being an actor mm-hmm. yet this would totally be in his reel if he were going to be an actor, like look, he wasn't acting though. Command. That's it. It was heartfelt tears. Well, maybe he's such a good actor that you didn't think them. Anyway, oh. um, my, oh. point, my point, the point Conspiracy. here, I'm bringing this back to Hansan. We'll talk, we'll talk about Hayato in another episode for sure. Probably. But to bring this back to Hansan. So Misaki makes Hayato cry. And this isn't just like a, Oh, you're dumb. This is like a, a core part of your being for the past decade. I don't like it kind of cry. You know, like this is a very deeply rooted, very emotional, like you can't just whisk this away. It's painful. And there's a quiet moment, very uncomfortable because there are four other people at the table who just. uh, Can't we just go out and have a nice meal without people starting shit? (laughs) This is why we can't have nice things. And then it's quiet. And then Hansan just speaks up and says, you know, there's a certain admiration and respect that you should have for some that you can have for someone who knows when to let go because that in and of itself can be the harder thing to do he sees the good in all things man and brings it out he brings out the best in everybody even fuyumi man it's a really cool talent to have that like how does he have these cheat codes to life he just knows the exact right thing to say it's like he has a dialogue tree like mass effect but then the right choice is in green all the time and, yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah he and just it's, has the paragon choice there all the time and it's one thing to know the right thing to say at the right time in a group setting but it takes a certain level of cojones to like actually give enough of a fuck to do it too Mm-hmm. You know, because that's the character flaw uh, moment here. Like, that's where I'm like, sometimes I just shut up because I just don't <laughs> give a fuck. Like, yeah. I could do and say something here, but I'm just going to, no, I'd rather not. That's so how you I know Jack. For that. That's it's way how you be. know Jack gives a fuck about this podcast. He always talks. If I am he ta- always yeah. talks. <laughs> yes. If I'm talking to you, I want to talk to you. I want you to talk to me. I think, though, like, and Hansan's right. I, I mean, Hayato clearly has work ethic you know what mm. i'm saying he probably tried really hard at being an actor because I, I say what you want about hayato he's a damn good chef from what we've seen on the show i mean he works at this very exclusive restaurant where it's him and one other chef and they serve like six whole tables you yeah, know what he, i'm saying he's like, talented he's talented like he tr- and he actually gives a damn and tries it's not like he mm. gave up and now he's working at mcdonald's you die i mean he doesn't work at a mcdonald's he can't, but. He can't. 
McDonald's. Mm, I want McDonald's now. Why you guys got to do this to me? No, no, no. Now we owe. Now we owe Ronald a lot of money. Damn it, Colin! Did you just do that? Don't do it again. I didn't say, I didn't say anything. <laughs> Any yeah, other corporate so, jingles we want to spit on this podcast? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so even in this moment, and this is like this is the twilight hours of Hansan because I'm pretty sure the episode after is when he announced, or maybe the two episodes after he announces he's mm. leaving. So he's probably in his head. Oh. He already knows I'm not going to be here much longer. So let me leave some more dank nugs of info for these yeah. people. That's exactly his thought process too. Is I gotta sprinkle some dank nugs of. I need a Japanese translation for that term, dank nug. I, oh, I know. You know, maybe he he like leaves little post-it notes around the house, like in the covers and stuff. So when people oh find them, it's just like little nug of info, <laughs> little inspiration advice. And the one of it's just to- a smiley face signed Hansan. <laughs> to me, guys, the man can almost literally do no wrong. Like, yeah, he smokes, so that would like limit the amount of time I'd hang out with him. Because obviously, when he's smoking, I probably wouldn't be around. But I mean, he is working so hard towards his end goal, which is passing and being like, is it like what the top one or two architects in school or something like that? I can't remember. But it's like, or you have to win the presentation. I can't remember. It's, but very yeah, few people. It wasn't just in his school. This was a uh, oh. citywide architecture competition for all of the schools in Tokyo. Oh, I, I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah. awesome. So even harder core, right? Mm. And so that's his ultimate goal here. And and even in defeat, I feel like the man is victorious because he did not win, but just his attitude towards life was very inspiring. He didn't treat it like it was like the end of the world, kind of like Ronda Rousey. Like she took an L and she's still taking those Ls. Like she's a very poor loser. Whereas Hansan. I don't know. Somehow he again just got through it gracefully, and and it endeared me even more to him, even though he didn't win win that competition. I don't know anybody else. He took the L and made it his own W. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, he was just like, I mean, he took it in stride, and he was like, just watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the fucking the top architect, and my stuff is going to be built in in the city. Just watch. And he made yeah, and he made a pledge to his roommates before he left, like I'm gonna be an architect. You're gonna see one day. I'm gonna work hard. It was inspiring, man. How do you? Yeah, that's some, like that's some straight like movie shit. Uh, like Robert was saying, you can't make this shit up. Like, does he have a ghostwriter? Is he Drake on accident? God, he might you, be. You would think he, so, he, man. He might have a writer that just feeds him lines like through his earpiece. Maybe? <laughs> cue cards, yeah, that we don't know about. Just I mean, off he just, screen. <laughs> he needs to just stop whatever he's doing. Fuck the architecture. He just needs to write like Hallmark cards. The rest of his life. There you go. <laughs> That or just become like an inspirational speaker. Or Start something. an advice column. I mean, yeah. yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, man, the loss. I can only imagine that the house felt when he was gone. He was, he was the glue. He was totally the glue. That you kept know, things he was smooth. definitely Big Papa. It was like we got conflict. Let's go ask Hansan about it. He'll he'll sort man. it out, and everyone will be happy in the end. Sage, I, a sage twenty-seven-year-old. I also want to give him respect in that the way he decided to leave the house, it was very decisive. It wasn't this, you know, I'm thinking about leaving or whatever. That annoys me for some reason. Yeah. When people are like, I'm going to leave, I guess. He's like, like, nope, I'm leaving tomorrow. You're joking. You're joking. No. probably knew when he was leaving, you know, like he knew in his head, like, okay, I'm leaving on this day. And the day before, he only tells Masaki and Armand, the two other longest-running people in the house who have known him the longest in the house. Yeah. Because he pool. trusts them the best. 
by the pool. And then again, the single tear hitting straight to the ground. Doesn't even roll down the cheek. Thomas-san's like, no, you can't leave. Trying to bargain with him. Like, oh, stay a little longer. Yeah, and that's where he delivers the don't be a firefighter, be happy line that Uh, really one of the best ways to go out, you know. And you can just tell Armand, even though he doesn't emote much, you can tell. (laughs) He doesn't. He's he's a little sad. He's like, oh, no. (laughs) That's kind of it. Just like, oh, no. The man (laughs) is high, okay? (laughs) (laughs) On life. He is blazed. (laughs) Uh, Armand Satterath. Yeah, and then the next... No, it's like... And then the dinner that night, he tells everyone else in the house that he's leaving. Obviously, he doesn't hit the others as hard. You know, Rico and Hayato don't know him as well. Neither does Momoka or the other guy. (laughs) No girl. Am I forgetting a girl? I'm forgetting who. Hayato. Terashima. Did you already say Yuko? Maybe. Okay, either way. The people who aren't (laughs) Misaki and Armand. It's it Terashima, I just said it. Terashima. There you go. Thank you. Hayato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't hit him as hard, <laughs> obviously. Right? They got other things on my in mind. We'll get to that. They got other things to hit. Uh, oh. Oh God. On the next nice. episode of Tadaima, <laughs> yes. a Terrace House podcast. Yeah. Um <laughs> I will say here's here's maybe a really great part though about how the show handled the way he left. I actually really like how, and I don't. I can't think of another time they've done this, where pretty much the second after Hansan leaves, we get the ping pong, and we get Yuki in the house. Too soon. Too soon. He, like, I felt I, like he didn't, his Uber didn't even pick him up yet by the time Yuki showed up. He, like, passes would, him. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, like, oh, would hey, say, you must be the new guy. Good yeah. luck. That, I kind of like the way they did that, because now we don't have time to be sad about him. Mm. We just always yeah. remember the times we were happy about him. It was we're late pal- in the game here, so it was about the journey, yeah. And then Burns comes in and is nothing like him. <laughs> yeah, he crumbles. We'll we'll talk about him in another episode. But <laughs> we we lost Hansan for this. <laughs> we Crump lost him for Crump Town. <laughs> yeah, trading down, y'all. Trading to be down. fair, to be fair though, in 2015, 2016, crumping was a little bit more of a thing. Yeah, I mean, I will say there was a time where I'm pretty sure Yuki says uh, that he wants to be a backup dancer for Chris Brown, and Chris I was Brown. like, oh, yeah, oh, that didn't age well at all. Uh, no, well, like, with that, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> I want to throw this out to you guys. Anything, any final words you want to say about Yuto Hansan Honda before we close this chapter on him? Hail our Lord like and to, Savior. I'd just like to say. I don't know. And the off chance that Hansan is never going to listen to this, but the off chance that he is listening to this, damn, dude, you killed it. You're still killing it. And if I ever, if I ever get the chance to meet Hansan, I am buying that man a beer or three or five. Get some happy trying to get him for drunk? all those. Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know. Are you trying to, yeah, you trying all, to get him drunk. You trying, trying to, to get snatch. him home. <laughs> that would be one man that I would be more than happy oh. to buy. Mm. Many oh. rounds of drinks. Oh, I thought, I thought that was else. going. Yeah, <laughs> should have left it hanging. Not where I thought I was going. In all seriousness, though, like I hope women, men, and women, but especially men, can take some lessons from this. I just think he, during his time in the house, sets just great examples in a variety of weird, awkward situations that could have gone very poorly. He could have made some really poor life decisions on the show. And like I said, he take he takes no L's. He's basically bulletproof. He shows you the way. He shows you the path to 
to a virtuous life. And I, I'm trying not to be corny, but it's, I'm, I can't help I thought it. you were going to say enlightenment. <laughs> no, but he just shows you great examples of how to be. And he's just, I think he's a great mm. role model, aside from the smoking thing. I think he's a great role model. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it definitely felt like he he never put blame on anyone for being the way they were, even in the most like frustrating of times. He always wanted to reach that person and didn't want to like give up on them. And I think that's a really admirable thing when it could just be just as easy as to write someone off and be like, they have no value. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. We should. I just I got inspired here. We should do this. Maybe not right now, but we should start thinking about like our Terrace House top six Hall of Fame, like top three boys, top three girls ever. Hansan's in the conversation. He's on the Mount Rushmore for Terrace House. Well, He's always been in that conversation. Yeah. He's in the conversation. He so. overlooks it from on yeah. high. Actually, before before I close out here, Daily, I want to ask we've we've hyped up Hansan for you. Oh my! Probably way before you've ever seen him. Does he live up? Oh, he does because Whoa. the thing was I didn't know if he was going to be amazing or horribly amazing, like amazingly yeah. horrible. Because like, I would just hear like, "Oh wait," but then Hansan, and it's like Hansan, and it's like it was just this name, this enigma, and the experience was. Good. <laughs> Zen. She, she said that. Kiss. She said that. Yeah, with yes, her head you. tilted back, her eyes closed. It was good. Good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good mean, experience. Hey, Hansan, if you are somehow listening to this, hit us up at the time of pod. Uh, you know, we'll we'll Here's respond. My you number. Call me You're, sometimes. Jake calls yeah. all of our numbers. Dude, come I've practice English you 20 with times. us. Yeah, come practice English with us on the show. Yeah, I, can't no, I mean, real talk. If if you want to be a guest. That'd be really cool. Awesome. Just saying. Uh, that about does it, though, for this week's episode of Tadaima. Uh, we kind of want to close out this episode on a little bit of a somber note. Uh, there's, I mean, many of you have probably already heard, but for those of you who haven't, a very tragic event happened in Japan last Thursday at uh, KyoAni's studio. Uh, it's, it's really, it was a really bad arson. Many died and many more are injured. And it is probably one of the biggest mass murders in Japan since World War II. It's just a terrible situation overall. And I mean, for us, it's affected all of us in many different ways. Uh, and it might have affected you as well. Um, so we just want to say off the top here, uh, there is a GoFundMe uh, started by Sentai Filmworks, another anime studio that as of the time of recording, it's sitting at nearly $2 million, which is fan-fucking-tastic, like, that's amazing, of their original goal of 750000 You know, that's just great to see, you know. Um, I, I mean, do you guys have any pieces you want to say? I don't want to... Yeah, yeah I mean, it is, it is great to see the outpouring of support, and certainly I think everyone would agree that no matter what it is, it's never going to be enough. We'd rather just not have this happen, right? It goes without saying, but it is great to see the community, the anime community, the, the Japanese community, the world community just come together with this so yeah really somber about it um you know it, and we're just this is the first episode we're recording since it happened so we just didn't want to not mention it because like robert said it affected everybody <clears throat> on the show and um yeah just you know just having them in uh in, in my thoughts and just thinking about recovery and thinking about what possibly you know good can come of this and you know hopefully justice as well I, i'm confident justice will be served too um, but yeah, it's it's just a really tough thing to think about, and so we're doing our part in some small way, hopefully. 
to uh, brighten your guys' day when you know when bad things like this happen. So that's all I got. I I would just like to yeah I would just like to echo Jack's sentiment. I think that it's just especially in situations like these that are so tragic and things like that. It's 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 better that we focus on not so much the tragedy, but rather the culmination of amazing support that people have been giving uh, post tragedy and things like that, mm. because it, it really shows that in the time of great need that people can really come together for a good cause. Yeah. And if you're unable to donate, don't feel bad. Don't feel like we're like trying to guilt you or anything, oh, you know, no. um, it's just uh, really cool to see like people were able to do that. But also just like if you haven't, maybe check out some of their work. I mean, I would say that Kyo Annie is probably the gateway that got me into Terrace House because a lot of their anime is very slice of life, just everyday stuff. And mm -hmm. having watched that, I knew that I would like something like Terrace House that is so chill and neat. So I just really appreciate their art and I hope that we get to a place of recovery that I can continue to appreciate their art. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the link will be in the, in the description for the GoFundMe if you'd like to throw some money. If not, uh, check out, there's a thread on r slash uh, anime on subreddit, on the subreddit that is so full of, you know, people who are coming together in solidarity, caring about these people who they've never met, but these people who have created this art that we all care about and it's just so happy to see those uh it just makes me so happy to see those human tender moments come together all because of the internet you know which is primarily how we're reaching out to you too so you know please feel free to help out in whatever way you can because kiwani has made a lot of shows and movies that have made me cry but this is probably the saddest thing that i've cried over so that uh that does it for us here for this week at Tadaima. We'll be back next week, hopefully with a less somber ending, uh, and hopefully with a world that isn't as tragic as it was last Thursday. Thank you. <laughs>